everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the That Lux Life podcast, the podcast where I talk about a variety of things from fashion, beauty, lifestyle, motherhood, travel, and being a content creator. So we're going into a little bit of a business thing. So even when I'm not talking about being a content creator, I also talk about business aspects. But you know, I, first, before I go too deep into it, if you are a creator and you are listening to this, I do want to tell you about my influencing coaching and course, the Influencer University slash the Influencer Biz. Make sure you check it out. It is on my website. You can go to livinglesh.com and find out more about the course. All you have to do is go under Influencer Resources and find more about that. And it's also in the uh, the caption or the description of this episode. So you can find out more about it there. And then of course, if you're like, you know what, I'm not really ready to invest in my creator business right now. You could also head to my creator influencer tips, Instagram, which basically is, um, the influencer university on Instagram and on TikTok, where I am giving free advice and free tips on being a creator. So, that was my little sell uh, tidbit. And uh, if, if you're listening to this, as you're listening to the episodes, of course, go back and listen to other episodes about being creator, about living your Lux life. But do not forget to leave a five-star review and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast episode on. The more reviews that I get, the more five stars, the more people I can bring on. Great um, guests that you will absolutely love. You know, next time maybe I'll even have, you know, Scarlett Johansson on here. You'd never know. I'm constantly looking for people to have on here to give like great tips and advice and insight into their life. But let's not go too far off. Let's today talk about today's topic. So on this episode, I want to talk about setting social media boundaries. There is so much that not only goes into being a creator and influencer and blogger, but it's just a lot to be on social media. Social media has grown throughout the years and it's going to sound like, a, I guess, an you know, old lady moment, but I'm not that old. I mean, I'm a millennial. I'm not even one of the older millennials. I was told that the other day. I have like sent an email to someone. They were like, oh, we're you know looking for people who are older millennials. And I'm like, what is an older millennial? And they gave me like a time, you know, an age. It was like 35 plus. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm a younger millennial. I'll take that. Um, but anyway... Social media has has grown. You know, when I was in middle school, we were on MySpace and then MySpace disappeared. And all of a sudden, you know, Facebook came up and it originally was only for people who were in college. For those who remember that, like you could not get on unless you had a college um, email address. And then it opened up to everybody else. And then there was everyone's on Facebook. They were friending. They were, you know, doing those little, you know, polls and tips and little fun things. And, you know, it started expanding where you put videos and images and you can message people. And it was like so fun that like, oh, now we can chat people while they're online. And then all of a sudden Instagram showed up and no one could figure out what it was at first. And then that blew up. And now we are beyond Facebook where like Facebook has now become the thing that people aren't even trying to get on. 
Instagram is just like, you know, becoming a whole situation where like people are like, you know, I don't know if I want to be on anymore. And like TikTok's a new and hot thing. People are even trying to get away from, um, you know, being on Twitter nowadays. You know, I have even people who are like, oh, what is your Snapchat? Because, you know, that's become the new thing for Gen Z's. And the funny thing about that is Gen Z's are making these social media platforms their own. Like, I was talking to my niece who's a Gen Z. She's, you know, 14 years old. And, you know, she's like, oh, I was on Snapchat. And I'm like, okay, well, once upon a time, I was on Snapchat too when I was in college. And what is it now? And now it's this whole big thing. And like, they're, you know, they're doing all the TikToks. Like, I even found myself the other day going like, girl, what are you doing? You're over here TikToking. I'm a creator. I'm on TikTok. And I'm over here worried about, you know, saying TikToking. You're over here TikToking and talk ticking, whatever you're doing. But, Anyway, social media has just gotten so big. And even as a creator and an influencer, I had to stop myself and set some social media boundaries, especially being on Instagram. Having social media is like a blessing and a curse. It allows you to connect with people, allows you to share your creativity, allows you to do a variety of different things. But what it also does is it can become so intrusive into your life where you feel like you have to share so much and people are so involved in what you're doing every day. And then they're behind you giving comments in certain things where it's like affecting your mental health on multiple levels. And, you know, for a while I was someone who fed into that to where I felt like if I didn't get on social media every day, it was like a mental breakdown where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be able to keep up. Or like people were leaving mean comments. I was like feeding into them. There was just so much going on. And even with Instagram as a creator, trying to keep up with the new things they're launching, bringing out. And then when TikTok arose, trying to figure that out and still now trying to figure it out now how to keep it with lives. All of these things and features that keep expanding, it can become exhausting and super overwhelming. So. I haven't, I just did this recently, you know, even in the past year, I decided, you know what, it's time to set social media boundaries. So if you're going through something with social media where you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling anxious, it's affecting your mental health, you know, I want to provide you with some tips on setting social media boundaries, specifically if you are a creator or an influencer on social media, but this can help with anyone who's on social media sharing things about their life, just putting their creativity out there, putting their life out there, and where to set those, those boundaries. So my first tip on setting social media boundaries is, you know, don't hold yourself to other people's standards. That comes on, it's a two-faceted thing. So for those who are creators or influencers, you are probably comparing yourself from time to time to other creators and influencers who are in your niche, who are, you know, having, gaining followers and growing. Um, you know, you may even be at a Facebook group where people are sharing what their, their statistics are and you're like, why are mine not there? You may even be looking at their, you know, Instagram reels or their TikTok videos and you see the amount of views that they're getting and you're like, why am I not being, you know, getting all those views? Or you may even have, you know, if you are an influencer or a blogger or a creator and you're trying to work with brands and you send them their information and you're just, they're just like, you know what, we're looking for people with a certain amount of following, you start to feel like there's a certain standard you have to hit. And it can become super stressful because you start doing things or trying to figure out things or you try to keep diving deeper and deeper into an algorithm that's out of your control to figure it out. And that can take a lot of pressure on, like you just take a lot of pressure onto you. It could just be too much. So 
you can't hold yourself to other people's standards. My first thing is if you are doing that, especially if you're doing the comparison thing with other influencers or creators that you're following, my first thing that I tell anyone who's doing that is you need to unfollow them. Anyone that you are following on Instagram or on social media should be there because you're enjoying their content that you love hearing about their story, you love their creativity, you're not going on their platform to look to see how they are growing, you're not looking to see how many views they have. If, if you are literally going on someone's platform to see how many views they have and you're constantly comparing yourself to them because of that, you need to unfollow them and do not search their handle ever again. Follow people because you want to follow them. Follow your own followers who are engaging with you to learn about what's going on with them so you can create content to the people who are in your community. If you are comparing yourself, you're holding people to other people's standards that are even to other brands. You just can't do that because it's gonna become overwhelming. You need to create your own standards and set your terms of growth, which will be the next tip I'm gonna talk about, but I wanna keep on this holding yourself to other people's standards as it's on the brand side. So if there's a brand that is coming to you and going, we only work with people with a certain amount of following, then that is not the brand that you need to work with because they're looking for a certain amount of followers. And the truth of it is, is that there are people on Instagram who have the amount of followers they're looking for, but they don't have the engagement and their following may be fake. It may not even be real. And the only thing this brand is looking at is follower numbers, which is not anything that they should be focusing on. There are so many other metrics out there that will help a brand and a business get more engagement and see more reach and impressions that is outside follower count. I know people who have 500,000 followers that when they talk to me and they're like, you know, I can't get my engagement out. My reach is only 10,000. And you're like, okay, well, these people are working with big brands getting paid big bucks. Whereas like someone who has, you know, 50,000 may actually have a 200,000 reach. It's just, they're looking at the wrong metrics and those are not the brands that you should be working with. I've worked with a number of brands that focus on the actual metrics they should be working on in comparison to the ones that have turned me down because they're like, you know what? We're looking for people with over 250,000 followers. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, good luck, have fun with that. And then you go and look at their quality of content and then it's just not there. I've even had brands who've come back who've given me that, that answer of, we're looking for a certain follower account. They work with people of certain follower accounts, they pay more money and they don't get the ROI they're looking for. And they come back and go, you know what? We reevaluated our standards and we would love to work with you. And then of course I, you know, I analyze whether I wanna work with them because you ripped me off once, but those are not standards you need to hold yourself to. Keep your creativity, keep your engagement, do what you're doing because that's what you need to set. You need to set your own level of growth. What does growth look like for you? What is that as, as a boundary? You know, what is that looking like for you? So you can put yourself in that, that goal. Don't hold yourself to other people's standards. Going into, you know, what you're sharing on there. Um, I always tell people don't feel pressured to share everything. I have a lot that goes on in my day-to-day -day life that I don't share on social media. And a lot of people are always going, well, you should share it because you never know who you're relating to. Yes, that's fair. I could inspire someone, but those are things that are personal to me. I don't share everything that's going on with my son. I don't share everything that's going on in my relationship. I don't share my day-to-day. 
I have other jobs that I work that I do not share about on social media because it isn't something where I want people involved in that. There's certain content that I enjoy sharing. I share when I'm my travels. I share about fashion tips. I share personal things about being a mother, but I don't share personal things about my son. That's a difference of setting, you know, setting that boundary is I may share about what it is to be a mother, what I'm experiencing about motherhood, what I see about my health as a mother, my hormones, my birth story, all of that. And then I may share the tips that I'm finding as raising a three-year-old, but I don't share about, you know, the difficulties of what my son went through as he learned to potty train, you know, him finding himself. Like, I don't share that stuff. I may share my son on my channel every once in a while where it involves me. And, you know, or there may be some singular photos where he's seen, but I don't put all of that out there. And then, of course, with my husband, he's involved in some things, you know, see him in pictures, he's taking the pictures, but he's not out there. I don't share things about my relationship, what's going on between us, because, you know, like any relationship, you know, we have our ups and downs, we have our good days, we have our bad days, but I'm not sharing all that because that's the boundary I wanted to set. I'm doing certain personal things with my family that's, you know, my extended family. I'm not sharing that. I don't need everyone out there. And plus, that's also a boundary I have to respect of others. I just don't want to put everyone on my social media channels because they may not want to be on their social media channels. So just because maybe you're having people who are commenting, sending you DMs, you know, saying, you know, I would love to hear more about this. If that is not something that you don't feel comfortable or that you feel comfortable sharing, then don't share it. You have to set that boundary and don't feel pressured to share everything in your life. Share what makes you feel comfortable, share what you feel passionate about putting out there. And that is a boundary that you can keep and not feel like when someone goes, well, I don't know why you didn't share this. I don't know why you didn't answer it. Then you know what? Then that's not a follower that or a community member that really supports you. Um, and that also ties into scheduling times to step away or, you know, even response times. I once upon a time, and this actually, I wouldn't say once on time, it's happened to me quite a few times where I would have people who are following me who would send me a DM at like 7 p.m. at night. First thing with me is I tune out of social media at a certain time to spend time to focus on my family. So I had DMs that have come in. This is just one similar example. I had one person sent me at 7 p.m. at night. I was getting my son ready for bed. It was our playtime. We were reading books. It's bath time, you know, focusing on things. And then I cuddle with him. And then even after he's gone to bed, I lay down and I have my me time. That is my me time. And then the next morning I may answer it. It may not be until 10, 10 a.m. because I want to wake up. I want to have my tea or coffee. I want to have breakfast. I want to get my son ready for school. I want to see him off. Like I have things to do. I sent a person a DM at 7 p.m. and at 12 a.m. that same day, I got a message saying, um, have you read my, my message? I'm looking for an answer ASAP. Okay, well, I'm not, I'm not giving you that. That's not something, you know, I've, that's not something I can do. And that's an extreme case, but there have been DMs that I've gotten that have demanded certain answers to things, have demanded answers super fast, have wondered where I've gone, have like, like I've taken social media breaks where people have sent me DMs going, we haven't seen content from you in a while, that's fair, we're expecting you. Like this is not anything we want to hear. Or if I post something that's not something that they enjoyed, it's like, oh, well, why'd you post this? I'm unfollowing you. Okay, well then that's, that's okay. You, you can do that. You can go away, do whatever you want to do. Just don't feel pressured to post things, answer things, always be on social media. Schedule times to step away. If you are on social media 24 seven, 
Like literally you wake up and you're on social media and then you go to sleep getting off of social media. Make sure that you're still, like, make sure, step away. Social media is just overwhelming. Schedule times, I won't say you take full days off like me. I've done things where I've taken social media breaks for like two weeks where I've just stopped. I'm like, I'm done. I need to take a break from posting, from content. And yes, that could potentially hurt my account, as people say. I haven't seen it be a detriment to my account at all. I've still kept with the engagement. And I've shared with my followers of, I'm stepping away. I'm taking some time for me. This is just me. And I haven't had anything times go away. But even if it's, you're not taking full times away like I am, just day to day, just go from this time to this time, I'm not on social media. Daily for me, Around 6 p.m., I am done. I turn social media off. I have Slack when people send me messages. I turn Slack off. I even just, you know, certain text messages, I don't even answer until like the next morning. Like I just need breaks away. And that's okay to establish that. Especially if you need to spend time with your family. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I am a daughter. I am an aunt. I am a sister. I'm a friend. I need to take time to spend with people who are right here in front of me and give my energy to them, especially because they've given so much energy to me for so long. And you have people that like that in your life. Give them back your attention and your time, especially if you have children, because they're going to grow up, they're going to move on, and at certain points, they're going to be disconnecting from you as well. So take that time to play with them, to read with them, to interact with them with your family, with your significant other, whoever it may be, schedule that time to step away. Now, we all do have that personal story that we sometimes want to share. We want to share certain interactions, especially with our close friends and family. So it's okay to have separate accounts. I have two separate accounts. I have my one social media account as me being a creator, and then I have a personal account where I share a lot of the personal things about what's going on with my life with the people who I've approved to follow me on that account. So it's a very controlled space. These are friends and family that I've known for years that I can feel comfortable sharing those personal stories with, or they know about me. They know the background. So don't be afraid to have a separate account. It's okay to have one. I've had people who ask that of, I want to create a separate account. If you start on Instagram and you're about to be a creator, that's the one thing I do is just tell anyone where your personal account, I'm about to go start putting creation on my specific social media account. So come follow me over here and then make that personal account private where you have control of who's able to see it. Now, if you don't want to go with the personal account thing, then utilize Instagram's close friends and subscriptions aspect. That is a tool that's there. So you can have people who you approve. I mean, they can subscribe, they pay for it, but you can remove them. Subscriptions are for people who really want to invest time in you and what you're doing and will pay to see specific content. And that's where maybe you want to be able to share a little bit more content. I have subscriptions where, you know, I share more personal content about myself. So there's still a boundary in the subscriptions. But because those people are very invested, they're willing to, you know, pay. They're willing to follow my journey a little bit more in depth. And they're just like, they're taking that effort to go that place. I share a little bit more there. So that is an asset you can do on Instagram. And then there's also that close friend. So when you're sharing a story, maybe you want to share like, oh, you know, I'm traveling this place. And you want to go in depth of what you're you're doing at that place, you know, personal anecdotes, maybe, you know, you know, trying on things or just even more interactive aspects of what's going on in real time. You can share things just with your close friends. It's like a drop down where it says share with close friends only. And you make the list of who your close friends are. So, again, you're controlling who's able to see that content and who's not.
That's a boundary you're setting is there are certain people who I trust with this information, with this story, with this experience that I'm putting on this list that I'm willing to share with them. Whereas the other people, I'm not sure I'm really comfortable with those people yet. I don't know them. I don't have any connection with them that's that deep where I feel like they should be that interactive in my life. And that's okay. The next biggest thing I want to say is do not be afraid to say no to people. Do not be afraid to say no to people. Do not be afraid to say no to people. I have had brands that have come to me and gone, we want you to create this type of content and this is exactly who we want want it to look like and we want you to share this story. And it was outside my comfort zone. And I'm like, no, this is my social media channel. This is my life. I'm saying no to this, putting this out on social media. I have had times where I've had brands who have basically said, we want to enter in a contract with who want to work with you, but it's only if we're featuring your son. And I've said, no, that's a social media boundary I have set. And I stick with it through on social media of what I'm able to show, because now you're asking me to put my son out there a little further, making me feel uncomfortable. Again, it's a social media boundary. So don't be afraid to tell people no. Even if you are a creator and someone's putting money behind it, money is not going to help your anxiety. It's not going to help your the, the mental health that's going to go into it. It's not going to pay for you know a therapist if it leads to that point. It's not going to help you feel like you're literally going to have to see that over and over again. The money will come in and next thing you know, you're opening your social media and you're just feeling this overwhelming anxiety that that piece of content's there and it's not something you wanted there for it. Money cannot amount to your happiness, to that emotion. Like you just cannot compare it to that. So just set those boundaries. It's okay. Other opportunities will come and other brands who want to work with you will respect you. That's something you have to focus on. So I just kind of want to give those tips and do feel like, you know, someone's there for you. So if you're having issues, you're having anxiety, social media is, you know, affecting your mental health, please contact me. I, I love, you know, not, I wouldn't say, you know, I can't say I love it, don't love it. It's like a weird way to put it, but I've gone through so much with this. I deal with it. And sometimes just having someone to talk about it to and share those, those emotions, those things you're going through and just getting tips. People have been going through it can help. So, you know, always feel free to reach out to me. You can find me on my social media channels on living lush, um, at living lush. You can find me on my podcast channel, that Lux life podcast, send me a DM, you know, just sharing your experience and what's going on. And, you know, I would, you know, I, I can help you. I'm hoping I can help you. And if I can't, I can lead you in the right direction, you know, or just give you a listening ear. Cause maybe that's the only thing you want. You just want someone to go, I need a listening ear to help me work through this. Or maybe you're even someone who is a creator who has a child and you're like, I don't know how I feel about this. Can you share with your experience of, of that? Or, you know, you just need something. So you can find me at Living Lush at the, that looks like podcast. Send me a DM. You could email me lush at livinglush.com. There are a variety of ways to find me. You can send me a message on Facebook, whatever you feel comfortable with. I'm here for you. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Again, please leave me a five-star review and leave a review, a little comment on what you're appreciating, what you love about this podcast. Because again, the more reviews, the better, higher rating, the better I can do with bringing you great guests for you to listen to and be on this podcast as well. Also, make sure to follow me on my blog, um, that livinglesh.com. You can also find me on Instagram, livinglesh, um, at that looks like podcast. You can also find me on TikTok, livinglesh, Pinterest, Facebook, at livinglesh. Find me all the way there. 
And again, I hope this has helped you in some way. And it's a great episode. You know, go back, listen to more of my episodes. You know, I love to keep people. I'm coming out with more episodes, you know, weekly sharing things again about fashion, motherhood, lifestyle, so many more things. And I hope you appreciate this episode, like I said, and I will catch you next time.